Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I started my podcast with the goal of helping couples get a better understanding of why their counterpart thinks and operates the way they do. As time went on, I continued to do this, but with more focus on relationships in general. Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. For more raw, uncensored content, you can subscribe to my other tier on Spotify for only $2.99 per month. But like I said, it's your homeboy, Cuff. Come catch these waves. Armageddon Productions. Alright, so today episode will be something kind of short and sweet. I just want to kind of um touch on a few things. So I got people who uh you know may not listen to my podcast based on let me start with the sports one. When it comes to the sports ones, people who might not listen to it because they know I'm a big LeBron fan, they feel like, you know, all my, everything I want in free agency, everything I'm going to say that's going to look good in free agency is all going to lean towards LeBron James and whatever team he may be on, Cleveland, Miami, now LA. Um, that's not true. Because at the end of the day, I want to be accurate. I want people to tune in. So I'm going to say the things that I feel actually are possible to happen or very likely to happen. You know what I'm saying? I called the Bulls winning, I said the Bulls, <laughs> I called the Miami Heat going to the finals before the bubble started, the bubble season, you know, before, the season that we had the bubble, which was last year, obviously, I called the Heat as my sleeper team to go to the finals. I'm eating candy, sorry, but I felt like, mm, excuse me, shit got my mouth watering. <laughs> But yeah, I just felt like um they had the roster to um really hold Giannis down and get past him by building that wall and hitting shots and that's what they did. But on a more important note, my relationship podcast, like some might look at it like, yo, why you don't want to hear this man speak on relationships. And uh, I get that. Like wholeheartedly, I get that. In the same sense, I feel like my relationship, past and present, is why I'm perfect for this. You know? As a kid growing up, I felt outcasted. You know what I'm saying? So that's like family relationships. And I've gotten way better with it and have a better understanding of it. And I no longer feel that way because, you know, how you view things determine how them things make you feel. So I got past that. I got past that with the help of others unintentionally, but mainly by, you know, just kind of trying to view things different, thinking things through a little bit differently. And got past that. So I, can, I feel anyone who has been, feel they have been outcasted could listen to my podcast and it can be very beneficial to them. In the same sense, when it comes to like relationships as far as dating, my first relationship was uh, with a girl who I didn't find attractive physically. <laughs> But 
my best friend Darnell Allen was dating her best friend Shanice, and they felt like, well, they best friends, we best friends, like y'all two should date. She wasn't feeling me, I wasn't feeling her. Somehow, some way, we ended up just dating, and as time went on, like you know, what I'm saying we ended up falling for each other, and uh, we dated that first time for about. I don't know if it's a little over a year or a little under a year, but nine months to a little over a year or something like that. We broke up for a month or two, got back together for a few months, broke up again, we got back together. It's some, you know, young type stuff, you know. Um, and the last time we got back together was after breaking like two or three times, and then it lasted for like five years, five and a half, six years, something like that, you know. Um, it ended, I was stuck on her. You know what I'm saying? I was stuck. Like that was that was uh my first love. Um yeah, a lot of first. You know what I'm saying? First real relationship, as well as it can be, you know, from uh eighth grade to twelfth grade, you know. Um yeah, I learned a lot in relationship. I learned a lot in that relationship, you know. I feel like the way I am relationship wise, the negatives and the positives both a good amount, I would say a lot of it, but a good amount of it came from my experiences through her, you know? Like I said, I wasn't physically attracted to her, you know what I'm saying? But as time went on, that changed. Like, I changed, she changed, you know what I mean? I started looking better, she started looking better. It, it went both ways, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't just her, you know what I'm saying? I was looking rough, too, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, that was that. Um, but as time went on, you know, she, she filled out, you know, got a little curvy, you know what I'm saying? Start getting her hairstyles together. You know, all, everything upgraded. Like, for both of us. But maybe for her even more. Like, in these early stages, maybe for her even more. And, uh, like, she ended up, you know, all the guys that she might have liked when she didn't like me, wasn't interested in me. You know what I'm saying? She, uh, she started getting attention from those guys. And, uh, with that, of course, you know, I, I'm not surprised with that, you know, she welcomed the attention. And long story short, she ended up cheating. Now, when she cheated, she told me she cheated. So, excuse me. So, yeah, I broke up with her. But we, we, we remained friends. It was cool because, like, for me, it was like, yo, to have that honesty, I could respect that. You know what I'm saying? I can't hate you temporarily or forever. I might feel a way toward you for a little while, but more than anything, I appreciate her being honest more than anything else. Like I say always, the way you view things determines how those things make you feel. Um, yeah, after that, you know, we broke up when I was in 12th grade, maybe a few months into it, before, before the new year started, before January, during the wintertime, sometimes we broke up, um, I had messed around with somebody else, like, soon after, and they ended up dating one of my friend's sisters. Now, she was, like, raised in a church, you know what I'm saying, um, she hadn't had much exposure to the real world, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, uh, dating me, being around me, I'm from the hood and everything. She's not, but I'm not that that hood-ass personality, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not me. So she didn't, like, pick up on any of that shit through me. But being around my peoples and everything, though, you know what I'm saying? She definitely uh, picked up some things and seen some things she was, wasn't used to being around and... That, you know, she was intriguing to her, you know what I'm saying? So, 
you know, uh, be, before that, let me remind you, before that, she always felt like I had other females that I was messing with. And, you know, at the school where we met, it was kind of like me and four more guys I was hanging with, you know, a, a very high percentage of the girls in the school want to mess with at least one of us. So I could I could see why she would have that assumption, you know what I'm saying? And then with two of the guys I was hanging with, kind of being out there, taking advantage of um, the opportunities we all could have had, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, uh, I can see why she would assume the same, the same about me, but that wasn't the case. And her feeling that way didn't stop her from starting to date me, so I felt like she shouldn't have brought that into the relationship. That comes, you know, to part later on in the story. Uh, so... You know, time goes on, and uh, she starts, you know, she starts to change slowly but surely. I hear a few things, I see a few things, but I'm loving on her. I'm not paying much attention like we all do, men and women both, you know. And, uh, you know, time goes on, time goes on. Uh, I ended up moving to Georgia uh, early, you know, after that school year, I moved to Georgia. And she was crying and everything like that. She didn't want me to leave. Uh, to sum that part up, I promised her I would move her to Georgia with me. A year passed, bam, moved her and my homeboy, J-Rock, both to Georgia. Well, I moved her. J-Rock got herself down there, but they both came to, came to stay with me. Now, from the time I was in Minnesota, uh, time I was in Georgia to the time she came to live with me, I had visited Minnesota like once or twice, so we haven't been around each other like that. It been just talking on the phone. So uh, she got pregnant that first week. <laughs> like the shit did that shit didn't take no time at all. You know what I mean? She got pregnant that first week. You got me. Um. Yeah, man. She was in a rush to get down there. And I'm gonna skip some of the story, man. But we we ended up coming back to Minnesota. Eventually, she was like mm, six months. We came back to Minnesota. Um. A lot of things came into play. Like, once again, I'm a pretty honest person, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I try to go about things with people the way that I would like them to go about things with me. So, like I said, before me and my uh, me and my kid's mom, which we didn't have kids, well, she was pregnant at this, but before we was dating, I had messed with someone else. That other person name was Josie. Um, I should have said her name because she did some bogus shit, but... I mean, the truth is the truth. But, uh, yeah, man, Josie hit uh, my homeboy L up random and was like, yo, have you talked to Pierre? Are you in contact with him? I got to talk to him. It's important. I need, I need to talk to him now. He told me. And I'm like, what? It's important. Bro, last time I talked to Josie, like, nigga, that was when. Oh, damn. So, I hit her up a week later because I was nervous to call. And, uh, uh. I'm kind of bouncing around the story a little bit. Let me, let me fill the part in. We got back from Georgia. We was here for about a year or something like that. Me and her ended up breaking up. And she had went to a party and was doing her thing. And just, and the party had a bunch of people at the party. It was either my family or I looked out, looked at as family or knew them as long as hell for a very long time, you know? She had the party dancing and everybody turning up, you know, trying to make me feel like that type of way. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, and it just so happened, Josie called me and was trying to come through. I let her come through. Uh, we got it in, she left. And we never talked again until 
this day my homeboy L hit me up and said she is important, whatever. And so, so I'm like, yeah, I ain't talking to Joe, nigga. That's why I talked to Josie. That's when we uh, damn, you know what I mean? So I was a little, I was a little, a little, a little embarrassed. And uh, you know, cause I knew I would have to tell my, my kid's mom, even though I didn't think it was what it was. But anyway, I called Josie. Long story short, she told me that uh, she thought her kid was. I'm not gonna say his name, but she thought it was his kid for the longest. He always questioned it. She finally went to the DNA test. It wasn't his baby. The only time she ever cheated was when me and her had messed around. Now, I don't have no ill will to towards Josie back then or now. But the thing is this. I took her word. I, I thought she was a trustworthy person. I didn't think she was lie to me, any of that, you know. Uh, but so what I did was the next day. You know, or sometime that same week, I went straight to my baby mom. Like, yo, Josie's claiming, you know, we had broke up for a while. You was, you know, doing your thing at the party, whatever. Well, Josie came through and wham, wham, boom, right? So, um, I told her, she, I'm like, yeah, she's claiming her baby's mine. She looked the baby up. Oh, yeah, that's your baby. She looks like you, woo, woo, blah, blah, blah. Like, this shit was crazy, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, she just hopped on it. I ain't, I ain't think the baby looked like nothing, but anyway, she hopped on it. Mm, excuse me. But yeah, she hopped on it. She was on that shit tough, whatever. And long story, trying to make it a little bit shorter, leaving stuff out, so try to sum it up a little bit. Um, yeah, so she took that, ran with it. Uh, we was bumping heads for a while. The results came back. I was not. Oh, let me throw one, one more thing out there. Listen. She asked me some specific questions. And once again, I'm an honest person, so I told the truth. Like a dumbass. She asked me, well, did y'all use a condom? Yo, I told her. All I remember from that day is she was trying to slide through. I was drinking. I said, yo, come through. We drunk a little something. I smoked. We got in. I don't even know details. I don't know if I hit her from the back the whole time. I don't know if I was flipping her all over the bed. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know details, so she asked, did you use a condom? I'm saying, uh, and this is like, I'm pretty sure I did. So I told her, but I'm not going to say yes or no, because I don't remember. She kept asking, I kept saying the same thing, because that's the truth. I really did not remember. The truth sometimes just don't set you free, man. It just sometimes it do not set you free, right? So, like I said, man, she took that, ran with it. Results came back. I wasn't the uh, the kid's dad, but yet and still, you know, that was kind of the beginning of the end of our relationship. You know what I'm saying? From that point on, the trust was like out the window. We still were together for a couple more years after that, but the trust was gone. You know what I'm saying? She ended up getting pregnant again, like by me, whatever, had a second kid, and we was trying to work through all of this. You know what I'm saying? Well... We were younger, too, and looking back, I don't think we worked at it much, really. Like, she would try to talk about it over and over, just bashing me, and me being a young man I was, you know what I'm saying? I throw stuff at her that she's doing wrong, instead of being like, no, I get where you're coming from, so forth and so on, and trying to help her, like, ease the pain. I'm more, I probably made it worse, so that shit didn't, you know, it didn't go nowhere, and uh, had our second son, shit was rocky as hell, and uh, yeah, we, we split up. And then there was one time after that we were supposed to get back together. This is how she was talking. She came, I came over to her uncle's house. Rest in peace to her uncle. Um, went to her uncle's house and she supposedly wanted to talk and work things out. 
But what really happened was she thought she was going to give me some pussy and I was going to pay her cell phone bill for it. And uh, I wasn't going. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no suckers over here. Like, share, comment, the Brain Surgeon Podcast. Thanks for catching these waves. So, um, that was the end of that. Trying to make it work, you know what I'm saying, after our second, second son, you know. And then, uh, then for those that don't know, like, my kids aren't here in Minnesota with me now. You know, they're in Texas. They've been there for a couple years. As uh, the more time went on, the less contact that she has allowed me to have with them. And that all started when... I had got engaged to the woman I started to date after her. I got engaged years later. But, yeah. Um, I got engaged. Never should have got married. We went to that both questioning so many things about each other. She had a, a hell of questions when it come to me. You know, questioning just my uh, just my mind, body, and soul. You feel me? Like, <laughs> she really was just, like, really, really just taking shots at me. Just shots. Just, just shooting that nigga. You know what I mean? Um... She told me I was a lot of things that I, I wasn't. You know, she she really... And I don't know, man. She made me feel like shit. You know what I'm saying? And in her doing that, instead of me voice... No, I voiced it a little bit, but... I don't want to give myself all the credit. Like, I was just voicing everything. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she should have got the point and we should have worked. Because I could have done better, but... I definitely voice things, but every time I would voice something, she just flip it back on me. Like, okay, well, what about you? Which is what I kind of did to my kid's mom in a past relationship. But see, I learned from the past relationship, so that's not something I, that is going to help anything get better. So it's not nothing I was trying to bring to the table in that next relationship. But she hasn't learned that yet. She only been with one person for eight years, so she hadn't learned that yet. And I, I, I tried to, you know, work through it for a while. Um, as time went on, we felt, you know, both of us felt less and less connected. We just kind of kind of grew apart, you know, uh, as lame as cliche as that sound. We kind of just grew apart. And uh, but we still loved each other. So we were both hanging on for maybe that same reason, just the love, you know. Um, yeah, man, she thought I was fucking the whole world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I ended up cheating. With, a, with this uh female, uh, what's the fuck her name? Yeah, whatever. I ended up cheating with her. Um, uh, we were still together, and she retaliated and cheated with that girl's baby dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like, like we had we we was on some, we had got on some dumb shit. You feel me? Uh, even before that though, you know, before I cheated, it was a time where, um. Like, she would sleep with her pillow, her, her phone under the pillow, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And without me ever, like, really saying much to her about it, you know, it led to me cheating and shit. You know, the, the lack of communication, the lack of trust, everything led to that, right? Also, with the time where she would say she had to work overnight shift, which she worked overnight a good amount, like, for sure, for sure. Um, but around this time, she was always picking up shifts. So one day, she picked up an overnight shift, and, uh, you know, the job was like a mile and a half from our crib. Now, I had the weirdest feeling in the world. Like, girls say this whole woman's intuition shit. And that shit just ain't... That ain't real. That's just human intuition. You know what I mean? Because I had that with her. I had feeling like something just wasn't right. So, I got... We had... At the time, we had one vehicle that was working. So, she took that vehicle to work. I hopped on a bike in the rain and rode the bike a mile and a half, maybe two miles, down to her job to see if her car was parked at her job. Now, this is at like 1, 2 in the morning. 
You know what I'm saying? I get there, her car's not there. I sit there for 25 minutes, 25, 30, something like that. Basically around the time that her lunch break would be, which was like 30 minutes, you know what I'm saying? So my thing was, oh, maybe she ran and got some food. Maybe she, whatever, you know, I don't know. But I, I was there for 25, 30 minutes. So that means, like, if you're super late back from your break or you're not at the job. So while I'm sitting there as the 20, 25, 30 minutes passed by, I ended up calling a couple times and they was, they call, I'm calling. They say she's not at work. So I go back home the next morning, come in, try to sum it up real quick. I'm sorry, y'all. Try to uh, talk to her about it, whatever. That's how work was and everything. She paid it cool. Work was all right. You know, same shit, different toilet, right? Okay. So I let her know I came to a job and she wasn't there. She's, oh my God. I try to flip it on me. Oh my God, you don't trust me. See what I'm talking about? Ooh. Which is weird because it was her that didn't trust me. I just had this intuition, whatever. So, you know, I acted on it and shit, man, I had to scratch that itch and come to find out that's what it was. Something wasn't right. But uh, she deflected the whole time, you know what I'm saying? And she never admitted. But what she told me was, well, okay, well, I didn't work the overnight shift. I really went out to the, to the club with Jamaica and them, but I just didn't ask you because I thought you might say no. Like, I really wanted to go. Yo. Here's the thing. Everybody that knows me know my homebody, right? And I don't try to press that on anyone. So it's like, if I'm dating someone and they want to go out do their thing, whatever it may be, I will never, ever, ever, ever feel like, oh, no, you shouldn't go. Even if we have plans to watch a movie together or whatever it may be, record a podcast together, um, walk around the lake, whatever. If something with your friends come up, I'm always going to be like, oh, no, it's cool, it's cool. You can do your thing. Wherever we go, you know what I'm saying? If you mention it to me, know we have plans, you must rather do that. And since I'm such a homebody, and I'm not bringing all the excitement, I'm like, yo, enjoy that. So, obviously, she was lying. Like, that wasn't where she was at. That's the only thing she could come up with, so she said it. And to me, that means she was out, you know, doing something she felt I wouldn't like. You know, cheating in whatever type of way. And that led to me just kind of doing the same shit. Then when I cheated, then she cheated. So it was like just some dumb shit, like some little kid shit, although we were grown as hell, you know? Um, we got we, grow, we we got engaged, we got married, and you know, it was certain changes I wanted to see within her. I had left the career for a while, and she made these changes supposedly. I came back, we got engaged, we got married, and... Uh, I'm saying the story backwards. All of this happened, I just said, as far as the cheating stuff happened after we were married, as far as when I cheated with the with the, uh, that female and then she had sex with the same females, baby dad. That was after we were married. As far as the, me going to a job thing, uh, we, were, we, weren't, we weren't even engaged yet. You know what I'm saying? I actually left after that situation for a few months and wanted her to change a few things and she changed all of that shit, supposedly. And to sum it up real quick, so... I went back home. That's where all that cheating, uh, all that cheating stuff. You know what I'm saying? It didn't happen yet. Just only the be going to a job thing. Went back home. Uh, this is after she had showed. She she made these changes, and I believed it and everything like that. Um, but basically, right when we got married, all those changes she made, she reverted back to who she was before. And the funny thing was, she seemed like she wanted to get married very fast, and it really ain't no scene to it because I told her like, okay, cool, we are gonna get engaged. 
we gonna get engaged, we gonna do it, and we gonna uh, we gonna get we gonna get married, we gonna uh, we gonna we gonna take our time with it, get engaged, be engaged for at least a year, fix these issues, and then you know we uh we gonna get married, right? I said just don't rush. She promised she wouldn't. And got engaged to her, you know what I'm saying? I came, uh, she came home from work one day, got in the shower, she lay in the bed. I had one kid bring her a piece of paper that said, Will, the next kid, you, the next kid, Mary. And then I came in with the last paper that said, Me. And I had uh, the ring on there on one knee. Bam! That's how I was. Uh, all that cheating stuff happened after that. Like, you know, we got married, everything, all that cheating shit happened. We took a trip to Vegas. The trip was terrible because the energy was so bad, but it's a thing. She wanted to keep it looking like everything was good with us on, on social media. But her close friends, she would down me to them and just make me look crazy as hell, you know? Uh, so, yeah, we ended up breaking up. That shit, we should have never, you know, it's, it's divorced and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you. <laughs> turn this off. It was a but, yeah, uh... We end up getting married and shit. I mean, getting divorced and stuff. And uh, we haven't talked. Well, she popped up on me to supposedly to uh, serve me some uh, divorce papers um, at my sister crib. But she really just came in just trying to trying to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, all she was doing was trying to fuck. It was so funny. She was like, yo. I'm like, yo, don't you got a voice? First, she came in with your phone there, trying to make sure I wasn't recording our conversation, anything like that. Once, she was like, no, put your phone over there. So I had my phone in a whole different room. For her to be okay. She pat me, pat me down, everything. But um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, she wanted to have sex, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, I'm good. You got a boyfriend. She's talking about some, well, he's not you, he ain't you, I still miss you, I love you, all that shit like that, you know what I'm saying? And we didn't have sex, I swear to God, I didn't fuck. Um looking back at it, it's like shit. Why not? now, but at the time, I felt like my feelings for her were gone, and I didn't want none of that shit to come back, so I felt like being sexual just wasn't the smart thing to do, you feel me, so, yeah, so I, I, I didn't do it, um, I'm from the low, bitch, we got it out the street, remember her before a $5 piece, playing on accident, but, yeah, man, so that relationship ended, and we haven't really talked since, you know, since that last altercation or the last time she tried to uh, come and serve to give me the uh, papers or whatever. Um, yeah, then, uh, uh, so, like, I look at all three of those relationships, I learned something different, you know? The first one, that was, like, from 8th grade to the 12th grade thing, I learned, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, uh, there are people make mistakes right you know if a person if it's really a mistake if they can be honest with you about the mistake and if they can be i just feel like the way you react to it should be a little bit differently than if you were to find out that bad information on your own you know what i mean it's kind of what i learned from that one you know what i'm saying and regardless how much you love a person and how much they say they love you that does not mean they can't make these mistakes in the second relationship um with the woman who ended up being my uh, kid's mom. So, like, what I, learned, what I learned from that is, like, people, people aren't, and this music keep turning on, I'm sorry, the music keep turning on by itself. 
people, you meet someone and who they are at the beginning might not be who they are as time goes on. Especially if you met them in high school and y'all date into your adulthood, you know what I'm saying? But as that person makes those changes and you're making changes within yourself, you have to reevaluate the shit and kind of really ask yourself truthfully, I love the person, I want to be with that person, but are they the kind of, are they turning into, as they're transforming into this new person, the new person they are, is it someone you can see yourself being with? Can you deal with the new them? You know what I'm saying? I learned that. And it's like, you can't knock them for becoming a new them because people change. You know what I'm saying? So that's okay. People evolve. You know, some people, her, her evolution might have been too much for me. Her evolution might have pushed her a different direction away from me. Or, or vice versa. So that's what I learned for that second relationship. And as far as my marriage, I just really learned, you know, people... You, look, I'm, I'm big on vibes and energy and everything like that. And I, I breathe it was so good. And I, I know her signs and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, she would always talk about how her baby daddy put hands on her forever. And years later, found out that she was beating his ass for years before he ever did anything to her. It was really him retaliating to her, acting crazy. That's when he would hit on her. Which is never okay to put your hands on a woman. But him putting his hands on her is more understandable if I come to find out she was beating his ass for oh so long. You know what I'm saying? So in a marriage, I really feel, I feel like I really learned like a person could knock you and say you're something all day long. In the end of the day, they're just reflecting who they are on you. You know what I'm saying? You know, because she painted the picture that her baby dad was an abusive guy and everything. Then once we split up, she tried to paint the same picture with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, and that's like, if a, and my thing is this, she always kind of played the victim. So I should have known this, you know? And what better way to justify you not being with someone any longer that you praise so much? What is a better way to justify your breakup than saying, oh, he hit me? If a woman says that, nothing else comes into question. If a woman says that you put your hands on her to anyone, you are in the wrong, whether you did it or not. Once that is said, I mean, you, you kind of just in the doghouse. It is what it is. You feel me? But, uh, like I said, man, I wanted to come here and kind of talk a little bit about, you know, just the way I view things as far as why some people do or don't listen to my podcast and just kind of get some reason to why y'all are sadly mistaken. If you think that I, I can't give her. you uh, uh, good advice or, you know, I can't have good conversations uh, when it comes to relationships oh, based yeah. on what you think oh, yeah. you know I've been through. But, once again, man, I'm all about shining, love, shining on people, showing love. I'm trying to help people, you know, get their music out there more. If you ever want to get interviewed or if you ever want to come on the podcast and talk about certain things that you may be going through or things you went through in the past, or if you want to talk about some things that I've already discussed, but you feel like, oh, he tripping. Let me, let me, I if I was under a girl, I'd tell him, like, come on, come do that. Because everybody think it's easy. It's not easy to sit here and just talk, especially when you talk about yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to keep a person intrigued, so you got to bring little things like a camera and a little words for motherfucker to look at, a little robot over here dancing, a microphone right there that's not even plugged up, but it looked like it's doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do those things like that to kind of keep people engaged. But, um, 
Once again, it's your homeboy Peacock22 with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I'm going to end this with another little song by the homeboy Juan Juan. Check him out on uh, all, where you can download music. He on there. If you ain't got an iPhone, you're still living in 2010. Maybe before that. <laughs> but like I said, man, it's your homeboy Peacock. We're going to end this with some Juan Juan. There you go.